I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Now that's got me going here in the studio just jiving around in the seat doing a little bit of chair dancing I have to say. If that's got you going as well, well then you know that this night week in the Everyman Theatre, the Everyman Sunday Songbook returns with the swinging 60s and they are going to have the most amazing night of music from Engelbert Humperdinck and Tom Jones and Dusty Springfield and Scylla Black and Cliff Richard and everything is going to be just on a, a major psychedelic high, I can imagine. And to chat to me about it, of course, I sat down with Linda Kenny yesterday and not only were we talking about the swinging 60s and not only was it a, just a joy to see her pop into our kitchen at home but actually we had to talk about the fact that there is 20 years now this year of the Everman Sunday songbook and what an anniversary to be marking I am so thrilled that it's actually you and me chatting in the kitchen about this because (laughs) in a way over the course of the 20 years of the Sunday songbook we have had so many kitchen chats about (laughs) the shows haven't we actually we actually you know the odd one here, mostly in your kitchen, it has to be said, because you lay on such a great spread. I mean, lads, there isn't even a cup of tea. Not a cup, <laughs> on, the, not a cup on the table. <laughs> and I'm after lighting the candle that you just brought. <laughs> Never mind anything else. But it's, you know, we have, we have sat at a, a lot of kitchen tables over the last 20 years talking about these shows. 20 years you know, of the Everman it, Sunday Sandbook. Now, of course a nationally recognised mm. phenomenon with the national tours as the great sing-along songbook around the country. There is a tremendous satisfaction in achieving a milestone like that, isn't there? There is, and, and yet you look back on it and it's inconceivable to think it's 20 years. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, if anyone's been on the journey with all of us, it's been you. <laughs> because you're in uh, on 96FM for, what, 23 years? There we go. So you have literally been holding our hands since we started. And if it weren't, obviously, for the audience who have been incredible support and for the Everyman staff who are amazing to us, they really are. They're so supportive. And obviously, it started with Jeff Gould, who who saw the potential, who passed it on to Pat Talbot, who, who gave it full expression and full support. And then subsequent artistic directors, Michael Barker-Caven, Julie Kelleher, and now Sophie Motley and Sean Kelly and Naomi and all the team who are amazing. Like, we wouldn't be here, but we wouldn't be here because... Also, people like you and Declan Hassett and Joe Kerrigan and John Dolan in the media who have given us the support and the breath to express ourselves and to to keep the brand going. You know, like it, it is fundamentally, it's a team effort. Yeah. And you've 
always said that mm-hmm. you've always talked about um, the people on the team and the people on stage have remained largely consistent there have been some changes of faces and we'll talk about those now in a second of course as well but like a lot of the core team is the same and um, the production team behind you know the, again there have been some comings and goings in the production team but you have always talked about it being a team effort and of course it is and the audience participation and everything like that is such a huge and fundamental part of what the whole thing is all all about but I think really what that all boils down to is the the love and joy and the in personal investment you have in their being an exchange of love and joy through the telling of all of these stories yeah you know and that is why the audiences keep coming back that is why there are audiences 20 years on well you know one of the terms that I use all the time is family mm. and um I feel a huge kinship to the Everyman Theatre itself and to all the staff from the front of house volunteers to backstage crew to everyone, marketing, business, box office, everyone. Um, But we on stage have become a family. And, you know, the idea kind of came from concerts that I'd been doing over the years. And, you know, Irish people, Cork people in particular, love the sing song. And, (laughs) you know, we have a tradition, you know, the tradition of supporting shows like the Swans, and summer revels and all of that the primary audience from the get-go was that audience the audience that grew up on that diet of sing-along and who went to those shows and who you know had that tradition of going out on a Sunday night so you know the first shows were called Sunday Night at the Palace because at that time it was the Everyman Palace Theatre and then under Michael Barker Caven it became rebranded to the Everyman Theatre because it was for everyone so then we became the Everyman Sunday Songbook uh, a title actually dreamt up by Julie Keller which I think is a gorgeous title so it was aimed primarily at those and those people People who would have also, I suppose, grown up with programs like um, The Good Old Days. Remember with Leonard Sachs, Banging the Gavel. I loved that program. And the idea of, you know, and yours truly and indisputably. and, And I loved all of that theatrics. And I just thought, you know, that is in Cork. Anyway, it was a kind of an idea. I'd already been working with Carl McCabe. We had worked first on Oklahoma. He was the director and I played Laurie in the Opera House about 10 years before then. And then I did a couple of concerts. He was head of music in RTE and I did a couple of concerts with the RTE Concert Orchestra and he was directing them. And then he had his concerts in the concert hall with Kevin Hawke and Damien Smith. And Damien, I had met live on air with Gabo. We did a tribute to Percy French. And that's when I first came across Damien Smith, who was very well established in Dublin and very loved, had performed with the R&R, Dublin Grand Opera Society, the National Symphony Orchestra. I mean, he was big and his his uncle was Austin Gaffney the quintessential entertainer and on that particular show which was our very first show together we were singing um the most elaborate arrangements by our own Michael Casey for Percy French the most incredible Incredible arrangements. But of course, Michael is like a musical genius anyway. And from there, I started doing concerts with Cahill in the concert hall. And he said, and, and Michael was playing the piano. So he said, one day, I actually hate all the producing side of things. So I'm happy to direct if you want to do that. And I was, oh, that sounds lovely. 
So it was a natural movement for me to go with my idea. What do you think? And he said, yeah, I think that's a good idea. And and sure, it was so simple. I mean, it was, I suppose in a way, it's kind of unsurprising that something that was based around people singing and having fun and enjoying themselves and, you know, would be successful to some degree. And in the early days, I mean, we were probably the very first people. I know we were the first people. We, we used to give out word sheets. That's right. The yeah. simple, the, I mean, the simplicity of it. And we'd turn up the house lights. But, you know, in that turning up of the house lights, you did kind of break the magic a little bit, you know, because as soon as the lights go up, you become a little bit self-aware and a bit self-conscious. So, I mean, we didn't really move to the screen, I'd say, f- for 10 years at least. And the screen has made a massive difference because even when the words are not projected now the audience are singing because it kind of gives them license it's dark nobody can see them you know what I mean you can sing away you can sing away so so the whole idea was that it was going to be this kind of core uh, repertory kind of performers and we would add people in depending on what the theme was obviously Michael Toomey was a given from the get-go I mean he was so gifted and talented and the audiences trusted him from the decades he had spent on the stage with the swans he was I mean he brought so much professionalism and suave you know artistry and the audiences loved him mm-hmm. absolutely loved him and you know it was it, that that was the core Damien Michael Casey on the piano Michael Toomey Cahill McCabe and our very first stage manager was Therese Newman. And then shortly afterwards, she passed the baton to Yvonne Cronin, who has been with us all this time. So, you know, yes, look, all of those people. Michael Casey is not doing um, the piano, obviously, anymore. And Michael is no longer with us. And I was trying to say earlier before I got emotional that, you know, the idea of family is so important to us. And it was only when he told us that he was dying and we kind of became aware that he was the backbone of the family that you realised how like connected we were. Yes, since then, since and of course, we've added in so many other layers. Now we have our band who've been with us for years and years and years. Same people. Love them all. Jimmy Hines on percussion, Brian Highland on bass and John McGrath on lead guitar. Amazing musicians, but so full of character and personalities. Oh, listen. And the audiences yeah. love them. Absolutely love yeah. them. Um, our musical director, the baby of the family, and as he calls himself, <laughs> the spoiled younger sibling is Alan Carney, who's, who joined us as piano player and our musical director, obviously, but who was such a huge part of the vocal performance. You know, it really is Alan, Damien and myself now doing the singing. So, yeah, like that's our... T- oh, and of course, then, you know, when Michael passed away... um you know, there were so many things lined up and you kind of, you, you you know, Michael would be the first person to say the show must go on. But it was very hard. I remember distinctly the first show we did without Michael. And we really needed to be respectful to Alf. You know, we needed to pass the baton on to Alf in a very respectful way because, you know, this was an important moment for him without ever disrespecting Michael and all he meant Mm. to us 
as a family and to the show and to the audiences. So I remember it was the Vera Lynn show. Oh my God, it was so emotional. I think Cahill actually was, uh, did a wonderful job because, you know, the worst thing that we could have possibly have done would have been, oh, you know, Michael's gone and Alf put him on the podium. Like, yeah. you know, that, that would have been so unfair to both of them and to the audience and to all of us. So how he did it was that myself and Damien told her story. And then Alf came out as a character who had lived through the war and who personalised the impact that she had on not just him, well, obviously on him, but also on all the people that he and his family and how she was the glue that knit that nation together, but using his personal story. So it was a really nice way to transition. But that that I was thinking, I'm not going to be able to do this show. Never. <laughs> but I remember on the day, I always see 11-11. It, it's kind of I used to dread seeing 11-11 for years. I remember my very first flight and my digital watch. You know how how old I am oh now God. when you say digital watch. Stopped and, at 11-11. You would flying anyway. Oh yeah, time. and you would fly. Yeah. But it stopped at 11-11. And um, I remember my husband saying years later, why don't you look at it as something positive? So would you believe I saw 11-11 that day? And I said, you know what? I actually know he's here. And and yeah, I, I felt him his presence and so now the audiences I have to say that you know it was it was probably very hard for Alf but he is now just <laughs> he is honestly it, the the first show we're doing for our 20th year is the story of the swinging 60s we we did this when we were transitioning out of COVID so for only like 100 people or whatever so nobody really has seen the show it is incredible it's it's one of the most fun shows i've ever done the story itself is incredible it's all the story of carnaby street and you know the beatles and tom jones and Cilla black and dusty springfield and this the music is mega and alf he must do a dozen different accents in the show hilariously funny the audiences are lapping them up we, we've actually toured it already in the national concert hall and and in the civic in in Tallow. we had to do two shows because we and we sold them all out and we were in the mermaid and bray so like it's well bedded in now and we are so excited about coming down we've got a great year of of um, shows we've worked with the um, everyman team and we've come up with um, some great shows with swinging 60s then we're doing bopping at the drive-in oh wow the yeah. fab 50s so like elvis shall we check her you know there's grease in there there's loads of things it's real summer groove yeah. high-powered stuff then we're doing sweet caroline story of neil diamond and then the greatest christmas songs ever for christmas so yeah like it's 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 great to be planning it and it's inconceivable that we're here without the support structure of the everyman and all the people who are coming it would have run aground long ago but we also did need to evolve it and the and the tipping point was virulin that was the moment in which we kind of moved into a different era of storytelling. So the story became very important. The amount of research and detail that goes to, into every um, story 
is incredible. It takes, I mean, Carl has said it takes about a month to write. And, you know, he reads the books and he, you know, he does a lot of research. So people come and they expect to be singing. So the singing part, they kind of take as a given now. But they come out and they go, I, I never knew that. Yeah. Yeah. And I did not expect to be coming out learning all of that. And it's not like they're learning, they're being entertained. And of course, Alf, you know, the way Alf tells the story is obviously a whole other layer of interaction. And then, you know, he's always goading the audience. Ah, come on. And so now they also interact with him. So it has become way more organic from that point of view. You know what I mean? So I would say that what we do right now is we celebrate the lives of movie and musical icons in song and in story. That's it in a nutshell. But the song and the story are equally important. And for the 60s, I bet you're having a ball. Having the best time. Listen, what an era. We could literally have done three 60s shows. I mean, you're only scratching the surface. The story is brilliant. The research is brilliant, but the story is fantastic. But it's a hit parade of Mm -hmm. songs. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And obviously, what you could say is, here's to 20 more years. But Ah! But yeah, you know, obviously the show is, you know, in terms of its national exposure and its national traction is only just despite COVID really after taking hold you know there's so many more theatres around the country for you to be welcomed yeah. into so like literally you are <laughs> the world is your oyster yeah we are we're, we are we're, we're going to a lot of theatres this year and a lot of new theatres this year so yeah looking forward to it all but I will say this for all of us the Everyman Theatre is our spiritual home I know and yeah. we love it yeah pick a song so for us today well you know and the recent um, passing of Burt Bacharach uh, anyone who had a heart or always something there to remind me I personally love Burt Backrack. I, I mean how do I pick one or Delilah I mean sure they love Delilah <laughs> Linda thanks a million Ooh. when shadows fall I pass a small cafe where we would dance even on a budget Quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.